Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Here's the problem with America, the country is broken Cause they minds stay closed, but they mouths stay open Get attacked and we blame terrorists, go broke and we blame the price Blame racists for the racism, but only if his skin is white If we don't need guns, cause we can call the police We don't need fire extinguishers, call a fireman please You didn't wanna build a wall and now the border is weak Your favorite actor has a gate that's like 15 feet Racism is gay, if you're offended that's retarded Intolerance is great until you speak and you're a target If a white man paints his face black, he's a racist piece of garbage But you put him in a dress and he's courageous and he's Gorgeous. All these double standards, man, I'm tired of the noise Freedom's an illusion if they censor your voice Call a dad a deadbeat for neglecting his boys But a mom kills a baby and you call it pro-choice You act like you're so much better than us Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special To a new world order Your facts ain't facts without censoring us Yeah, we know that Good job, you lose, here's your medal why they hate the flag, they try to burn it to the ground Don't do that in front of me, I'ma let off a round, pal Scream loud, burn the city down now Put it on the news, make them all feel proud Look, make a system where 85% of black people fill the prison Is it cause they black or they make bad decisions? I ain't good at math, but it seems like it's division Or is it white privilege? I believe politicians need to be locked up Try to take our freedom, that's how you get shot up Got our back against the wall, try to just stop us More guns, more ammunition, please stock up Election gets rigged, rights get infringed Take this syringe, frighten your kids Show up right where you live Make me wanna grab a rifle and just go You act like you're so much better than us Yeah, we know that Who told you that you're so special? To a new world order Your facts ain't facts without censoring us Yeah, we know that Good job, you lose, here's your medal and everyone blames white folks for every little bitty thing We don't have no one to blame, we take responsibility They tell you be a man, then call it toxic masculinity Then when you act too feminine, they call it white fragility I don't understand trans man with humility I'm just trying to raise my kid the best of my ability If I disagree, you try to cancel, get rid of me You cancer, you can't be the answer, you killing me And I hate white supremacy just as much as you But I ain't feeling guilty for something I didn't do The system's killing everyone, it sucks, but it's true They kill you, then they broadcast it and call it the news. Or they'll brainwash you through social media feeds. And if you disagree, delete you immediately. Make America China pretty easy to see. I will always remember the land of the free. You act like you're so much better than us. Yeah, we know that. Who told you that you're so special? To a new world order. Your facts ain't facts without censoring us. Yeah, we know that. Good job, you lose. Here's your medal. All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Where we are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. And this is the Red Pill Project Daily Dose. That was a song, A New World Order by Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. And wow, just absolute truth within that. I hope everybody is doing well out there. If you're new to the Red Pill Project, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America. The Great Reset versus the Great Awakening, uh, giving you all the information of what is potentially happening in the world. And damn, I hate being right about certain things. And it just seems that we, we keep on getting it right along the way. 
which is interesting to say the least. Um, and it's scary to say the most. Uh, you know, we can uh, start out here with a little bit. I know some people are talking about it and something that I just put a video out about. Um, and we've been doing shows on the last two days. Donald Trump has announced that uh, rather than releasing the report on the rigged and stolen Georgia 2020 presidential election on Monday, my lawyers would prefer putting this, I believe, irrefutable and overwhelming evidence of election fraud and irregularities in formal legal filings as we fight to dismiss this disgraceful indictment by a publicly and campaign finance seeking DA who sadly presides over a record-breaking murder and violent crime area Atlanta. Therefore, the news conference is no longer necessary. Now, this is August 17th, and he posted this. That My time is off by one hour because I'm in Central Time. So he posted this at, at 8.01 p.m., which is 20.01, not, not 8.01. It's 20.01, okay? Yeah, I go by military time here. With those uh, evening hours, you can always do doubles. So you can do 8.01 versus 20.01 uh, and see which has context. But I think 20.01 uh, has direct context here. This is from the 30th of August, 2018, to preserve the republic, some things must remain buried. And so what's interesting about this is that if we were right on what Trump was going to release, right? If we're, if we're, yeah. we're assuming, we're speculating. If we were right what Trump was going to release, what does that do specifically? It sheds the light on a lot of the truth of what's actually been happening. Right. There's it unveils the plan. <laughs> there, there, it plays his hand, right? But also, let, let's break this down real quick. Number one is when do you expend ammunition? What's already in progress right now? Hurricane Hillary going towards California, landing on August 21st. We've had two shootings today, one in uh, North Dakota in Fargo, and another one in... Um, Man, I'm going to forget the city that we was in. Uh, I, another one in Illinois, I think, or something like that, a mass shooting. Yeah. Okay. They also say, I saw this too, there's several disturbances, they call them, off in the Atlantic Ocean. And within the next seven days, those could develop into large storms too. That's right. You had a coronal mass ejection that leaves from the sun. I think that's because of all the emotional stress from the people on the planet. Um, you have uh, the Canary Islands, which we just mentioned last week, on okay. fire. You have Oahu, another Hawaiian island, on fire. You have uh, uh, Hennepreif, what is an Italian island, on fire. And so I think that, you know, what you do is you announce these things. They go, oh, no, he's going to do it. They play their hand. Ah. And then you go, oh, well, hold on. They're playing their ammunition. Because, I mean, people would begin to notice that every time that Trump's going to come out with a big announcement like this and drop his insurance, that all of a sudden there's a hurricane, there's mass shootings, there's this, everything in the world is going to shit. So I think that he's playing them. He's tugging with them. But also, I also think it like this. Is if he has the kind of evidence that we've logically placed out there that we think that he potentially has. And, and this has been confirmed by a few other people that this is kind of what he has. Yeah. Um, then what does that do specifically? Well, that shows that there was a military intelligence operation. And then, therefore, confirms which that's big. That's, that's pretty major. And so when we look at post 2001 to pr preserve the Republic, some things must remain buried. What does he mean by preserve the Republic? Well, some interesting things happened today, didn't they? 
And I'm not talking yeah. about Mike Lindell. Um, look, I love Mike Lindell. I, I, I just don't think this arena is the right arena for him. Um, just a nothing but an underwhelming nothing burger. And I'm not the only one who feels that way. Like, like there's th- that technology. If you know anything about technology of how devices operate, okay, it, it, it's just, no, it just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, but what we have is this interesting post by, uh, an interview by Charlie Kirk. And this really turns the tides of Trump's case in Georgia, which means that if this is true and this person can come forth, and I guarantee you Donald Trump's administration, uh, Donald Trump's campaign has already reached out to Newt Gingrich. Who is this person? Are they willing to talk? If that person comes forth and is legitimate, you could see this turning around real fast because I'm going to explain this situation, but let's listen to Newt Gingrich real quick. And I don't give a shit what you think about Newt Listen. That I am told, this is hearsay, but I am told by a reliable source that Friday evening somebody from Washington called the district attorney in Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. We have to cover up all of the mistakes we just made with Weiss. And she hmm. said, apparently, my jurors aren't coming back till Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, well, that's going to get here before noon. They said, it doesn't matter. She said, this, this means it's going to be 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. She said, it doesn't matter. We need the news so media who, shifting. Who, who, off who of made Weiss. that phone call? We don't know. And I'm, it's, and I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has remarkably good I, sources. I, I totally believe it, though, because that would explain why they leaked and they messed up on the clerk document, why she was exhausted, <laughs> and why they had the 11 p.m. Okay. Just knowing body language and understanding people's dynamics, Newt Gingrich knows exactly who this person was that called her. Okay? And it was probably someone from the Biden White House. It was probably someone high up in the Biden White House. Not Biden, not Hunter, not Jill, not Kamala, none of those players. Um, but it, it's it's someone within that. I would say Blinken. The reason is, is because he's that kind of chief of staff or he's kind of the uh, the head of the uh, the real government, uh, the the d- deep state government that's being played out here. Now, what I said in response to this, and I said a few different things. I had a few different posts on this one. Is let me pull it up real quick because I want to get my words correct on this on what I said. Okay. The significance of this, if this is true, Newt saying it's it's hearsay. Newt saying that to cover his ass. Okay, sure. you un- you got to understand how the swamp works. Newt doesn't want to be that guy that throws somebody under the bus and then gets taken down for it, right? So he said, "This is hearsay," but if you watch his body language, you can tell that this is real. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you don't go out with hearsay that's speculative or way far out there. You know, right. you don't go to Charlie Kirk kind of, yeah. with with a rumor that's unconfirmed and unsubstantiated. Okay. The significance of this, if true would shed irrefutable evidence of political weaponization from the White House, DOJ, an incumbent president against Donald J. Trump, the leading political opponent. Remember that Donald Trump has subpoena power. This also establishes the, uh, the workings of a radical bureaucracy, or what we call the deep state. Okay? Because here's the thing. If the Biden White House called the Georgia DA, 
That is simply a subpoena of the phone records, of the phone conversations, of the text messages, of the emails. And if there's collaboration between the, the Georgia DA and the White House, Donald Trump doesn't need to release anything. It's over. All those people are going to jail or should go to jail. And so with this revelation, because we know what happened, is they were swarming Monday morning to get this indictment out. The woman ended up hitting send instead of save. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. It goes out there and it shows the grand jury vote of the indictment. Why did they have it already? They shouldn't have had it already. They had it already because it was ready that Friday, probably. And the grand jury hadn't even voted yet. So this, if this is true, which I do believe it is, this is going to be the smoking gun that is going to basically exonerate Donald Trump on this. I don't know. We will see. Yeah, I mean, she could be using a burner phone, though, or some alternative communications, you know, like, and maybe this will no. expose that. But These people are stupid. <laughs> These people are that stupid. She probably called the state. He probably, whoever it was from the White House called the state phone. Guarantee you, her office phone. Guarantee you. And I wow. guarantee you is recorded. And the NSA's got a copy of it. Either way, Donald Trump doesn't need to release his Trump card just yet. Now, is Donald Trump going to go out there and file this as evidence? And will that be classified? I don't know. But I'm kind of pissed off that we're not going to get the big reveal that we've been waiting for. Which also means that Donald Trump has to do something before the 25th. Or he is going to jail. They will come out with a warrant for his arrest. Hmm. Okay? Gotcha. So his lawyers, I don't know what their purpose is on this, but they must have something else planned and know that they can squash this indictment in a heartbeat. That's what it sounds like to me. That they believe by the 25th, they can squash this indictment without releasing that information. So we're going to see what happens there. Um, I know that Donald Trump at the last moment, at the last hour, if if it came down to that, be like, oh, well, let's have that press conference now. Right. But it could be a rug pull on the deep state. Let them expend their ammunition. It could be um, it, it could be that that information really does confirm exactly what we said. And that is detrimental to the state of our country right now. Like that could just cause complete disruption within the system and that bad information is so severe that it's better to withhold it than to release it right now okay and i kind of agree with that i mean if you think of what's the dynamic of what's happening right now okay um what's happening right now everything is happening right now so we have to take that in the context um okay what do I believe the information that Donald Trump has? I think it's exactly what we've been saying it was. I think that this is this is kind of my thoughts on it. Is Dan Ratcliffe, director of national intelligence during the during the, the, the election, I think they had a classified version of the election interference report delivered to Donald Trump before December 15th. Okay. And I think that there was a lot of threats against Donald Trump not to release that classified version. 
And he went back to DNI and said, redo this, get rid of all this stuff. I'll keep this version. I bet he recorded it in the Oval Office where they were talking about it. And what had happened right after the DNI would have, would have delivered this report? Well, you had the the um, uh, the Nashville, Tennessee incident, right? What was this? This would have been around the twentieth of December. No, what were you talking about? The, the Tennessee incident. The Nashville, Tennessee incident with the RV outside of the communication oh, yeah. center. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that we believe was taken out by a do. But I, I think that what we see here is that there was immense pressure that they would scorch the earth if Donald Trump didn't give up power. And so he decided to hold it. Mm -hmm. Wait till the people find out everything. Wait till everything's unveiled and revealed. And he set certain protocols up to make sure that that does happen over the next three years. And he had enough evidence where it could easily be leaked out. And so I think that the DNI gave him a classified version. And I think there is multiple witnesses to this. And that that is irrefutable, irrevocable evidence. Exculpatory evidence uh, and it exonerates him completely and whatever is in there i believe it came from a military operation i believe it came from the military's observance of the 2020 2020 election what they discovered what they saw i guarantee it has something to do with covid19 contact tracing data it has something to do with pcap data it has something to do with the digital infrastructure data it has something to do with cctvs i bet you that it confirms 100 everything greg phillips has been saying in 2000 years and they know that if they release this, this potentially could draw attention to maybe another project that they have very similar hmm. that is out there oh. collecting information on the deep state. It's just a theory. but So that's why I think that that Q post 2021 fits way better. To preserve the republic, some things must remain buried. And it makes tons of sense that that's exactly why this is happening. But I'm disappointed, to say the least. But maybe he's bluffing. Maybe maybe he's just saying, hey, we're canceling the press conference, and they hold off on whatever distractions that they were going to do. And then Monday, he's going to do an interview with Tucker or something. He goes down there and goes, oh, well, you know what? Let's just talk about it now. Here's the evidence. Boom. Yeah, I don't know his, his angle, man. Yeah, I don't know his angle, but he's playing 5D chess, and I think the dude is uh, – I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, Hurricane Hillary expected to hit – Southern California on Monday. Uh, it's strengthened into a Category 1 hurricane with sustained winds of 75 miles per hour. It's going to leave a trail of devastation, from what I heard, of a whole bunch of people who killed themselves. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this is actually big. They're saying, oh, it's just going to be a few inches of rain, but... We haven't had a storm like this since the early 1900s, and that amount of rain in Southern California is going to cause a lot of flash flooding and damage, infrastructure damage, and danger. So well, you remember the flooding they had in Northern California just a few months ago? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like that again. It's going to be a river coming out of the sky. Yeah, it, it could be it, really, really bad. It's definitely going to be really, really bad. It could overweight California, and it could tip off into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Float away. And then it floats over to China. Hello, China. I'm California. Can we join you? Meow. It, it might start learning Chinese. That's right. Green energy disaster. Hawaiian Electric blamed for fires after concentrating on green energy projects rather than safety of existing infrastructure. Their stock had plunged over 40% the other day. And uh, one of the primary private shareholders of Hawaiian Electric is who? BlackRock. Who? Black of course, they own everything. Yeah, wow. 
Yep. They were negligent. Right. California. Uh, California Planned Parenthood burns to the ground in three alarm fire. An L Central Planned Parenthood was reportedly on fire in the early mornings of Tuesday at approximately 2 a.m. The clinic provided abortions to residents of Arizona was banned after 15 weeks. Uh, it took the crew fifth, uh, approximately three hours to put out the blaze. The L Central Police and Fire Dispatch responded to a fire at a storage yard behind the Salvation Army near 4th Street. Uh, fire officials say the fire crossed at the adjacent Planned Parenthood in Imperial Valley Home and Health Center building, and a third alarm was requested. Uh, the ATF is assisting El Centro in investigating the cause of the fire. Uh, you remember yesterday when I was talking about vigilante justice, that people are going to okay. start taking things into their own hands and you're going to start seeing mm -hmm. buildings burned down? Yeah. Here it I is. Think, you know, they're pissing off the wrong people and I have nothing to do with it. I don't care to yeah, do anything, but I could imagine, you know, if, like some retaliation, especially kind of like uh, fighting fire with fire, I guess, to be uh, blunt. Uh, you know what? It's ugly out there. It's unfortunate. Uh, there's a problem with Rumble. It's fine. Fine now? Mm -hmm. People are saying Rumble stopped working. No, I've just checked. It's fine. Okay. All right. Um, what else we got here? So I, I think that this is um, a dire concern. It, it's I think that we're going to see more types of vigilante type things coming about here. Um, and, and, you know, I called for a protest today. And I think that this is one thing. I'm, I'm surprised that we haven't seen this yet. Okay? I am surprised that with all the hype and all the press and everything that's going on right now in the world, we haven't seen anything where people are calling mm -hmm. for a national protest in Washington, D.C. for what is happening with the January 6th um, victims. I, know. I call them victims. The torture. Yeah. Photos leaked a horrific January 6th prisoner abuse tortured five months in isolation in a closet room with a light on and a bucket for a toilet. Where are the ACLU, Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch? You know what, Gateway Pundit? Fuck them. Fuck all those people. Where are the patriots who are willing to go down right now to Washington, D.C. and protest outside this jail in mass until they release these prisoners? How about that? Hey, if we can get if we can get a million and a half over there for Donald Trump, we can get a million and a half over there for these prisoners. I you know what? I'm gonna talk to a few people I know. It's really absurd, isn't it? We'll see what we can do, but we need a mass protest at that jail. Peaceful. Yeah. Uh, Venture Rumble account stopped at the bombing of the servers. Apparently, it's just repeating. They just got to refresh. It's all up to date for me. Okay. Yep. So if you just refresh, Rumble should be good. Maybe. Rumble had issues this morning too. Maybe they're still having issues that cut off the first like 15 minutes of my show. So, well, it's it's a good point that stress right there. Discord servers were down this morning. Spectrum internet was down this morning. Rumble had issues along with many other websites. Huh? I wonder what that is. Is that a cyber attack that was going on that nobody's talking about? Very well, could be. Mm hmm. So yeah. you know what, man? Th this is what I'm calling for. And this would be a good clip. This is what I'm calling for. 
I'm calling for every single Patriot that has the ability to pick a date and time and let's get to Washington, D.C. And let's form a protest, First Amendment protest, outside of the Washington, D.C. jail where these J6 prisoners are being held. And we are going to stay there until they release them. That's what we need. Civil disobedience to that level and extent. And what I mean by civil disobedience is peaceful. First Amendment, a redress of grievances, expression of my rights, of my religion, of my, my voice. We need that. We need to get down there and have one big bash outside this D.C. jail on public property. No permits. No, we don't want permits. That's not how the First Amendment works. Million people show up, try to get us a permit. <laughs> yeah. We are Americans. If it's public property, we're there. And you want to know what? Watch how fast they start releasing these prisoners when that happens. I think there'd be a lot of resistance and infiltration. And I violence. think they would try to turn it into another January 6th, but yeah. you know what? Good luck. Because people are smarter than that this time. And not only that, not only that, I I don't think they would want to have a a rewind of that happening again with another million people. Yeah, and imagine all the citizen journalists that would show up. They're going to have a hard Mm -hmm. time covering the truth. They already, all their hands and all their fingers are already plugging up holes that are spewing out water. So I don't think they really could cover anything else up. All right. Uh, the FBI shoots and kills another American in a pre-dawn raid in Albuquerque. The FBI says right. its agents were involved in a shooting that left one person dead Tuesday morning in Albuquerque. Uh, the FBI is hiding the details from the public. One subject is deceased and the FBI personnel were unharmed. The FBI did not say uh, in the ci- where in the city the sub- uh, where it happened, if the person who was killed had a weapon or give any other details. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is happening a lot. Yep. And so going back to Georgia and Trump, so you have what Newt Gingrich said, if true, this definitely does change the dynamic. But then then Georgia State Senator Colton Moore officially calls for an emergency session to review the actions by Fulton County DA Fannie Willis, which may, may lead to possible impeachment after politically indicting Trump. What does this mean? He can call a special session. They have subpoena power. So what do they do? They subpoena her emails, her cell phone records, her personal cell phone records. She's a public servant. And they can say, oh, look, you got a call from the White House. I wonder what that call was. And then they can go and say, hey, intelligence community, we got a subpoena to get this call. Can you give this to us? And it'd be over. It'd be over. So that is another part of this as well that plays into it. So... We're going to see. I mean, you got to remember, he's got before the 25th. The 25th means that Donald Trump is going to jail. And I don't know if this judge is going to grant bail. Uh, The House Oversight Chair demands NARA provide all documents for Robert L. Peters, a.k.a. Joe Biden. Now, Anans knew this. We've known this for years that Robert L. Peters was Joe Biden. Yeah. But no, the world is finding out now, and, and that's just the future proves the past, right? That, that's all True. this is. 
is we were reporting on this in 2020 when that information came out on Hunter Biden's laptop. There was the the uh, the chat list from his Verizon Messenger or his Messenger that had Robert Peters on there, and he was calling yeah. him Pop. Wasn't yep. there also another text that was like Pedo Pete? Yeah, Pedo Pete. <laughs> yep, Pedo yeah. Pete. That's it. Gosh. Oh no! It's saved in somebody's phone. The name was saved as Pedo Pete, right? I think that's what it was. Yep. Gosh. Uh, new COVID variant BA.6 likely present in the U.S. Experts warns as calls for masking returns. You know, guys, listen. We know how this goes. If the CDC comes out and says, we're going to recommend strict pressure and measures, and we're recommending that states take the emergency action and start masking again, you are going to have an absolute shit show. I'm not doing it. Oh, I'm not. Just take care of your immune system, and you'll be able to handle your environment, as long as they don't put like some anthrax in your face or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Immune system, health, yeah. This is ridiculous. Well, speaking of immune system and health, let me let me go into this real quick. <laughs> because uh, this kind of, uh, where did, oh, was it a reply? Let me see here. I got to find this real quick, but this is a good one. I mean, this kind of brings in context the things that we're already talking about here this week. Oh, there it is. Peter Hotez, you know, this piece of shit out here. Um, he says, what do we know about the rare flesh-eating bacteria that's killed three in New York? Have you heard about this? Yes. There's a rare flesh-eating bacteria that only exists in salt water, so you get it from, like, clams and, and oysters and stuff, that three people have died from in New York City. You know what's interesting about flesh-eating bacterias? Is that if you got that type of bacteria, typically you're going to be fine. You'll just get a mild symptoms. They'd treat you with some medicine and it would go away. You know who the biggest concern is that it really kills? I'd imagine immunocompromised. Immunocompromised people. So flesh-eating bacteria typically only kills immunocompromised people. The Vibrio volsinificus can cause disease in those who eat contaminated seafood or have an open wound that is exposed to warm seawater containing the bacteria. Ingestion of the Vibrio volinifucus can cause vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. It can also um, cause an infection on the skin when open wounds are exposed to warm seawater. These infections may lead to skin breakdown and ulcers. Healthy individuals typically develop mild disease. However, Vibrio, Vibrio volfinicus infections can be a serious concern for people who have a weakened immune systems, particularly those with chronic liver disease. Ooh. And I'm just curious, is there a reason out there why people would have a compromised immune system? I mean, is there something? You know, I wonder if the autopsy would show that these people who died from it were vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, even if you're not vaccinated, you should be doing everything you can to boost your immune system, especially in these times. Yep. So back to uh, Peter Pete. President Biden Biden used a pseudonym Robert L. Peters when emailing his son's business associates, including using it to schedule secret calls with the president of Ukraine. 
The use of the name prevented discovery of the messages under the Freedom of Information Act. President Comer is demanding NARA provide records pertaining to Biden's fake email address, Robert L. Peters. Oh, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. If they get those, it's going to be so good. All right. What else have we got in Josh's Twitter feed? All kinds of goodies. Yep. McCarthy stalls on impeaching literally anyone, never mind Biden, Garland, and Mayorkas. The more credence I give the theory, I was told a couple of months ago, Sequoia funds CCP military tech and top donors of McCarthy McConnell. This is from DC Drano. Um, McCarthy is basically hesitating. And I came out and I said, whatever happened to Matt Gates and the Freedom Caucus reverse, re- reserving the right of the Jeffersonian motion to remove McCarthy at any right. point in time that he doesn't want to play game. Well, you know what? Congress is on recess right now. And so that's vacation for them. So it's not that they don't care. It's just they're on vacation, man. Like, can we just do this in September? Like, come on. President Obama has been named as Jeffrey Epstein's middleman to J.P. Morgan, according to Bloomberg. Oh, isn't that interesting? Like, now we see a Jeffrey Epstein-Obama connection. Jeffrey Epstein referred Obama White House counsel to J.P. Morgan as a potential com- uh, customer. Sexual predator Jeffrey Epstein was involved in establishing a client relationship between Obama White House counsel Catherine Remuller and J.P. Morgan Chase in February 2019, four months before he was arrested on federal child sex charges, a new court filing re- revealed. Uh, Remuller, who is now the general counsel for Goldman Sachs, was touted by Epstein's personal assistant to J.P. Morgan as a would-be customer filing. The suggestion that J.P. Morgan take Remuller as a client, which the bank warmly embraced, came almost six years after J.P. Morgan said it had effectively fired Epstein as a client. Hmm, interesting. And apparently Barack Obama, the head of the Obama White House, was directly involved in this. Hmm, That's what they're saying. Yeah. Now, I talked that we just had the big fires on Maui. Now we have one on Oahu. We have some on some Italian islands. We have some on the Canary Islands. We have fires breaking out everywhere. You go back to the Q post. August is typically a hot month. Nature is unpredictable. Quite interesting that all of these fires are happening in um, you know areas of land that are prime for development. And guys, we are in the midst of the Great Awakening. In the Great, well, we are in the midst of the Great Reset. And the Great Awakening needs to come forth. I wrote something earlier, and I want to read it to you because I think it's incredibly pertinent to what we're seeing right now. And this kind of goes into a lot of different things and talks about the topic tonight, the Great Economic Collapse. Um, Let me find it. Well, firstly, Chinese banks filing bankruptcy. We had uh, the Shenzhong Bank the other day that missed its debt payments of almost $1 trillion a year. We have uh, Evergrande filing uh, bankruptcy again. China is on the verge of financial collapse. That's really important to understand because the only way out of that for China is war. But this is what I want to read you. And I was thinking about this today. Someone asked me about my position on BRICS and how that all operates. When discussing the global actions taken when the Western global order, uh, when discussing the global actions taken against the Western global order by the BRICS nations, 
It is not a perspective of good versus evil or even wrong versus right. It is instead many countries for many decades have been victim to Western global dominance. Within the world order structure, economic warfare has been waged through sanctions. Governments have been clandestinely toppled and replaced. Leaders have been killed and assassinated. Innocent people have died as a result of starvation, greed, warfare, and biowarfare. Countries have been raped of their natural resources and had their wealth stolen. Criminal cartels organized the highest levels allowed to thrive. In other words, BRICS seeks to level the playing field and dismantle an old world order that has brought evil to this world. Does this mean that they are the good people or that they will play fair? No, it doesn't. Does this mean they won't try to incorporate the same type of system onto the world themselves? No, it doesn't. What we are seeing is the forming of the new world order, where nation states fight each other through proxy, economic, biological, and psychological war. Behind the scenes are the puppet masters who fund both ends and propagate their agenda into the solutions on both sides. <clears throat> Same as what we saw happen in World War II and throughout history. It doesn't matter who these people are. Their actions are apparent. They believe they are the elite rulers of this world and mankind is their servant. Everything we see today is a result of their chess move. The heart of the Western global order is a deep state in the United States, which is in the process of being systematically restructured into a neo-feudalistic technocratic nanny state, where individual freedoms are a thing of the past and social conditioning molds society into an altruistic mindset of fearing nature. Humans are inherently bad and harmful, and we must contain ourselves in self-serving prisons. If the United States falls, the world falls into this neo-feudalism that has taken the world by storm. It is imperative that the people of the United States regain power and control over their elections and their government. Only then can the world puppet masters be challenged on their self-serving prophecy of global homogeny. BRICS as of right now is simply the created boogeyman as a catalyst for global transition. We are at the point in humanity where evolution is occurring. The world's future is not set in stone, but at a precipice of change. Those who rise up and claim their power will help to mold the world at this most vulnerable state. It is time to take back our country, reestablish freedom in, on God's green earth. Now, that's kind of a big perspective view of what's happening. But we have to understand how these things actually are going to arrive. The events right now in August are setting up for the events in September, which are setting up for the events in October and November. Bitcoin. Apparently, SpaceX dumped $383 million worth of Bitcoin. Hasn't been confirmed, but Bitcoin dumped. And I've been saying this to my crypto mastermind group. Bitcoin's going to most likely go to this 26800 mark, which is the next resistance point. Potentially drop down below 25,000. If it does, we'll have a new support between 20 and 25,000. Uh, and that is the most likely scenario. Well, that, that actually happened. <laughs> and it might rebound pretty fast, but I doubt it. Uh, and the reason I doubt it is because Tuesday, in like four days, we quite literally have the, uh, the Durban summit in UAE with the BRICS nations. Now, what is one thing that Russia announced today? Uh, I, f I forget. What is it? 
future proves the past again, I guess, with this show. Iran is joining BRICS. Didn't I say that? Mm-hmm. Didn't I say that? Nope. Iran's going to be joining BRICS, and it's not on the list, but it, they're joining BRICS. Yeah, and just a few I, days ago, I'm sure I remember. Yeah. Well, I said that months ago. Well, I, you repeated it, but yeah. I did. I did repeat it the other day. And you got to remember that this isn't just an economic alliance. This is a military alliance. That's just not being said right now. And, but yeah. the BRICS nations are going to at least announce or release their global reserve currency. Now, Donald Trump actually had a lot to say about the global reserve currency. Uh, he's got a lot to say about a lot of different things, but let's listen to this one right here about our country going to hell. Our country's going to hell, and we're not going to be the big bar. We have power, but it's waning. In fact, it's waning in terms of our currency. And I'm not just talking about the value of our currency. I'm talking about our currency being used throughout the world. You want it to remain. You want the dollar to remain the world's reserve currency. Well, I think it's bigger than losing any war. Mm-hmm. I think if it doesn't, uh, look, we are already reverting to third world status in many ways. You look at our airports, you look at our terminals, you look at our filthy roads and broken roads and everything else. We're like a third world country. We have something that's very powerful, and that's our dollar all mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. But you take a look at what's happening to it now with other countries not using it. And you know China wants to replace it with mm-hmm. the yuan. Mm-hmm. And it was unthinkable with us. Unthinkable. Would never have happened. Now people are thinking about it. That- now people are thinking about it. Trump, it, it's happening. De-dollarization is in progress. They want to usher in this digital global reserve currency. They want to usher in the CBDC, and they need a reason to facilitate the the uh, the, the methodology of how to do that to get a plan in place. And the BRICS nations global reserve currency is the first step in this new unified ledger, which is going to be released globally relatively soon. And we've talked about this that if the BRICS nations do this on Tuesday, which there is speculation that with the move that Russia just did going to the digital ruple and Putin's speech last week or earlier this week um, stating that we're just the BRICS nations aren't quite ready for it, that we could have somewhat of delay in um, um, the, the BRICS nations global reserve currency, that they don't want to play that card just yet. But it is the prime opportunity because right now the U.S. dollar is incredibly weak. Interest rates just rose up to over 8% for residential mortgages on a 30-year fixed. That is just atrocious. Like that's 1984 levels, okay? Um, When we start looking at exports and imports, well, these things are all being hurt. How are imports and exports being hurt? Look at Europe. Netherlands, Italy, Italy, Germany, right? The Dutch farmers, they go out there and protest because the EU comes out and changes the various different types of regulations on the type of fertilizers that can be utilized within their farm and their carbon aggregation. And the farmers say, that's not allowing me to produce and turn a profit. I'm going to go out of business. And they say, if you don't like it too bad, we'll have Big Agro come in there, which Big Agro is subsidized by the EU and subsidized by the government. So they can go in there and do the job way cheaper with chemicals instead of these other chemicals that are being utilized. Well, now they're starting to do that here in the United States of America. But then you also have flooding, droughts, hurricanes, tornadoes. You have this very severe weather. You have 120 degree temperatures. Crops are going to be affected. You remember two years ago during COVID, we had crops being affected during that whole time frame. 
And if you start yeah. thinking about the global food supply, is that it, it becomes unsustainable when farmers can't produce. If farmers have three or four bad years in a row, you're going to go into a depression because the farmers can't produce enough food to sustain the planet. And if you have this transition within the BRICS nations, and we know the BRICS nations are doing this, the BRICS nations are bringing in nations within the BRICS community. And then China, Russia, and India are going out there when they bring them in that have fertile land. And they go in there and they're building infrastructure, they're building roads, and they're funding businesses in these countries. Why? Because they're going to basically make the United States obsolete. They're going to take away their export market. If they can take away their export market, that is one less chain that the United States has on China and the rest of the world. And guess what? There's no need at that point when 72% of the world's population is within the BRICS nations. There's no point anymore to have the U.S. dollar as a global reserve currency and it tumbles down and goes away. And just yesterday, we saw a dropping of U.S. Treasury bonds back onto the market by China, by Russia. Even the Federal Reserve is selling them off. At the same time that we see Michael Burry come out there and do a $1.6 billion short on the market, the next day the crypto markets collapse, China's banks are collapsing, filing bankruptcy, the bond market is collapsing. Huh, what's going on here? And the Dow, oh, it gains three points. What's going on here? We are on the verge of global economic collapse. Why? Because that's the big distraction. And I think that that's what Donald Trump actually fears, is that the moment he comes out with this information, they drop the ball. And because that's the best thing that they could do. Donald Trump comes up with this information. Hey, we had a special military operation that collected the information during the 2020 election. I'm exonerated. Here's the evidence. Thank you. Get rid of these indictments. Oh, by the way, Joe Biden, get out of my seat. That's my White House. And what happens? The markets have crashed. Large cyber attack. New hurricane. Tsunami inbound. That's what happens. All shit hits the fan. And so that's why post 2021 or 20, uh, 2001 makes so much sense. To preserve the republic, some things must remain buried. Because all hell is going to break loose when the moment Donald Trump comes out. But Donald Trump hinted that, hey, I got my insurance policy, mofos. You sure you want to do this? You sure? And so this, I guarantee you, is going to move some stuff back. By, by next week, we're going to hear something going on with Georgia where Donald Trump is no longer going to be arraigned. And I mean, my fear is that they arraign him, he goes to the arraignment, and they don't let him post bail. And that's what's going to happen to some of these people that don't have the money. Jim Price, uh, he was at the Michael Lindell thing, and there's a pastor that he has that's being indicted with Donald Trump. And this pastor does not have the money like Donald Trump does. He doesn't have legal fees or anything like this. And this guy's going to literally go to jail. He can't even post bond. And all he did was, you know, send a few emails. So, you know, hopefully these people can get the financial support and stuff like that they need. Excuse me. But I think what we're looking at here, guys, is that all hell is about to break loose. And I believe that it's going to start primarily with the economy. And this is why the BRICS nations are rushing to do what they're doing to basically secure global trade and uh, stabilize third world countries and have a medium of an intermediary of exchange set in place 
so that they can continue global trade without the help of the United States of America. Um, as well, I mean, <clears throat> you start getting into Ukraine and Russia right now. What just happened today, big announcement, Joe Biden is sending F-16s to Ukraine. That's an escalation of war. Russia is not going to, that's the red line Russia said, don't do it. But guess what? That is the one military strategy that if the United States sent F-16s to Ukraine and they are able to achieve air superiority, that helps them and hurts Russia. Okay? Yeah. It's a real threat to Russia. It's a big threat to Russia. Big, big threat to Russia. Which means that Russia is most likely going to yell, cry, and scream, and retaliate in some way, shape, or form. So much so that what I could see Russia doing is the moment that those bad boys are delivered, supersonic missiles are going to blow them up. And then what's going to happen is the U.S. will claim, oh, Americans died in that. Russia just killed Americans. Article 5, NATO, war. I mean, th this can go in so many different directions. But did you notice at the same time that global crises are happening within the economic markets, within the political destabilization, within the war arena, that we have this massive land grab? Oh, nobody's going to notice a little fire in Maui. Let's go in there and burn it all down so we can buy up the land. How are we going to buy up the land? They don't want to sell. They'll just rebuild. Oh, don't worry. We have the governor going in there who's going to buy up all the land for us through eminent domain and then lease it back out to us afterwards so we can build our smart cities. That's genius. Let's do it to Oahu, too. Let's do it in all these other uh, tropical islands that we want to build these cities on. That's what's happening. And they're doing their lab grab right now. And you know what? What happened at Planned Parenthood, I'm telling you, I don't know for sure. I'm just, I'm just speculating here. But what happened at Planned Parenthood, I think you're going to see a lot more. I think you're going to start seeing people with vigilante justice start to push back against these people, start to do things like that where buildings get burned down. All right. Oh, I had that up there. Oh, this is an interesting story. Anheuser-Busch family heir volunteers to buy back a company from its current owners to make that brand great again. The heir to the Anheuser-Busch company has offered to buy back his family's old company from its parent company if it was looking to sell it. Billy Bush, whose family sold Anheuser-Busch uh, to InBev in 2008, declared he would be the first in line to buy back the company and make that brand great again. The beer maker heir provided comments on an episode of the conservatives host Tommy uh, Lawrence Fearless this week. Almost five months after Anheuser Bush endured a major boycott for making trans women Dylan Mulvaney one of Budweiser's spokespersons. Um, in the time since Anheuser Bush's marketing blunder, the company has lost billions in revenue, seeing the market value plummet and has become a top a topic of mockery for many of its former consumer base. Bush replied, uh, so the host prompted Bush's remarks asking, when it comes to the marketing and saying, moving away from that fratty base, um, is that InBev's in general, or is it this one person who's the marketing director? It doesn't seem like they've cleaned house to get rid of the people that uh, they think that are in the way. Um, that really is not well liked by their customers. Billy Bush replied by quipping, well, that goes against being inclusive to get away from their fratty drinkers, right? So that's a big mistake. He asserted that the current Anheuser-Busch parent company doesn't know its customers, saying, I think InBev doesn't understand who their core drinker is. It's a Brazilian-based company that really doesn't live here in America. The Bush heir explained that 
under his family, Anheuser-Busch forged important bonds with its customers. Speaking of his family members in the business, he said they knew who their drinkers were. They were with the bar owners and the restaurant owners and the liquor store owners um, and talking to these people day in and day out. Even my dad at 89 years old, 90 years old, he was still going to the bar selling Budweiser back in those days in the 80s. And Billy Bush, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get him on the show. If he listens, Billy Bush, you can come on. I, I know a few people who know him, so we'll see. Hmm. But that, that would be amazing if, if they if they went out there and, and bought back Budweiser. And that'd be the great uh, the rate, great recurrence of, of U.S. beer, right? Uh, guys, as a reminder, tonight we have the uh, After Dark Q&A on socialredpill.com. Socialredpill.com, After Dark Q&A. Um, you can join up at socialredpill.com. Get a subscription there, less than $5 a month. That's one Starbucks you have to give up. And you help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project, as well as you get into all those Zooms that are nightly, as well as our After Dark Chats. Uh, I want to give a good shout out to Grismo 7, celebrating a 24-month subscription streak. Slumdog gifted a can and Love the Beach, two ice cream. Thank you so much, Grismo, Slumdog, and Love the Beach. Shannon1313, two lemons. Fork the Mono, the ship. Thank you so much, Fork the Mono and Shannon1313. Yay, three lemons. Grandma Five Revolt, two lemons. X Grits X, one ice cream. Uh, thank you so much, Yay, Grandma Five Revolt, X Grits X. Army Mom coming in strong, 100 lemons. Thank you so much, Army Mom. You are awesome. Much appreciated. The the only mom on the social red pill that I call mom. Uh, Marilou, five lemons. Shannon, 13, 13, five lemons. RPG, 35, 73, two ice creams. Thank you so much, Mary Lou. Shannon, and RPG, 35, 73. And in light of all of that, what I'm going to do here, so I don't forget it later on, is I'm going to go ahead and release uh, the scratch-in on Pilled. And the scratch-in has been released. And I'm going to go to D Live, and we're going to go ahead and get this chest out. And we'll add a little bit into that. And we'll go ahead and distribute that to all of you good people out there. All right. So that is released. Release the Kraken. The Kraken has been released. So that is all good there. Now, there, there's plenty of news to talk about here. Uh, we got Lloyd Brunson with an important announcement to get to Donald Trump. 55 seconds long. Let's watch this and see what he's talking about. This could be good news. This is Lloyd Brunson of the Brunson Brothers Supreme Court cases. Today's Memorial Day 2023, and the Supreme Court has just docketed an emergency Brunson case. I'm contacting you because I'm hoping that you will consider supporting the Wait a letter. Minute. This is May 2023. Why do I give a shit about that? Hold on. Sorry about that. Yeah, this is old. So this is from May 28th, 2023. Uh, we thought that there was an update. Apologize for that. Someone had said that there was an update on the Lloyd Brunson case that potentially they had a hearing. Um, so that's what I thought that that was about. Don't worry, it wasn't worth hearing anyway. Lloyd Brunson, we love you, but uh, that was an old video that we didn't want to play. So my apologies on that. Um, going into here, and I can pull up my news. I haven't even started on the news. Uh, U.S. leading indicators tumble. 
for 16th straight month signals economic activity likely to decelerate. Uh, this isn't good. Uh, Saudi Arabia inks $1.3 billion worth of housing infrastructure deals with China. That's not good. Uh, we had the Bitcoin flash crash, which we talked about today. Evergrande files Chapter 15 bankruptcy in New York. Chinese police pay cordial visits, visits to homes with angry Zongrong investors, urging them not to protest. So, hey, uh, this bank wow. that the Chinese uh, Communist Party invested billions of our dollars into and that we build, put billions of dollars into is collapsing. We want our money back. Oh, you're not going to go out there and bust us. We beat you with a club. Uh, you understand? Dude. Unbelievable. It's getting hairy. It's getting hairy. All right, what do we got here? Up, oh, we already watched that one. Trump on currency. Uh, banks usage of emergency Fed funds hits new record high. This is scary. Oh, this is scary. So the new money market fund saw inflows for the fifth straight week, almost $40 billion this week to a new record high of $5.57 trillion. That was the biggest weekly inflow in six weeks. Both the retail and institutional funds saw inflows, $15.6 billion and $24.1 billion, respectively. Uh, the decoupling between money market fund inflows and bank deposits continues. After last week's modest growth of the Fed's balance sheet, it plunged $62.5 billion last week, the most since early April and since 2020. With regard to quantitative tightening, the Fed sold down $42 billion of its own securities. This is them selling their bonds off. Uses of the Fed's emergency banking lending facility, the BTFP, rose by $378 million to a new record of $107.2 billion. The breakdown of the Fed's H41 table total securities fell by $42 billion. Um, discount window increased $55 million to $1.966 billion. That's astronomical. Uh, the BTFP new record, $172 billion up to $0.3 billion. Other credit extensions, FDIC loans down $3.8 billion to $144 million. That's not good. And so what this is setting up for is a potential that if we have another banking emergency and crisis, it's over. Things are shit is going to hit the proverbial fan, people. Um, this is yeah. I saw this video earlier. Let's play this one. This is the new housing That's crisis. That's a hundred thousand dollar, right? Are you telling me that these things are a hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> what the are you kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. Tiny homes yeah. now going for $100,000. It had to be in California. It looks like 500 square foot little things. Oh, not even. Those are probably 300 square foot tiny houses. <clears throat> and that's got to be California. I'm surprised they have driveways. And so I, I mentioned that Iran is going to be joining the BRICS nations, potentially. Russia was de deliberating it today. And China has imported the most Iranian oil in over a decade. And so think about this. Iran has been systematically suppressed by the West with their oil exports for a very, very long time. And since the dollar was a controlling intermediary globally of, of trade financially for the oil, this has allowed U.S. sanctions to have a profound effect on Iran since the 1978 Carter executive order. What this has done is basically turned Iran into a quasi third world country that is a completely isolationist country. This really stopped them um, from really militaristically taking control of the Middle East throughout all the 1980s and the 1990s. 
But now with the introduction into the BRICS nations and China um, facilitating this utilization of Iranian oil, Russia and other BRICS nations utilizing Russian or Iranian, Saudi Arabian, UAE oil, you are going to see a whole new generation of Iran moving up the ladder to wealth, very similar to UAE. And this is going to be a massive transition from what we've seen um, specifically over the last three decades coming out of Iran, which means that Iran becomes a global contender on the economic basis, on the militaristic basis, and on the political basis. Um, And that U.S. sanctions are now showing to have little to no effect on these other countries, which they've used as weaponization against these countries for a very long time, simply because they disagree with their politics. Really important there. Um, The tax charges for a defunct Hunter Biden plea deal have been dismissed. I saw that today. Of course. So you have his lawyer leaving the trial. You have the Weiss investigation into Hunter Biden through the special counsel, which is being ridiculed by Congress. This isn't good because Weiss was also a special. He, He wasn't supposed to be allowed to be the special prosecutor. And now, right after this, oh, I'm going to drop the track tax charges on him. I it's, wonder what. Yeah, go ahead. No, I wonder what type of uh, gifts that that judge received for that one. Dude, the justice system is in shambles. Yep, it is. Um, what do we got here? I'm looking, going through the news. Uh, U.S. Space Force creates first unit dedicated to targeting adversary satellites. Quite interesting there. This was interesting. And uh, the logo. Look at the logo. Firstly, notice the logo. You have the three-layered triangle. What do I mean? You have this triangle. You have this part of the triangle. And then you have this part of the triangle. Each one represents a 45 degree angle what's three times 45 vince uh, 100 135 135 representing nine nine and then 13 or sorry 12 nine and 12 is that 21 three i don't know there's no significance there but i do like but looking at this you have the dragon skin the lizard skin in the backdrop, and then you have the Grim Reaper, the skeleton, with one eye shining, which is the left eye, which is logic and rationalism, the right eye covered. I think that's very interesting and symbolic. Uh, but they have activated this unit, the first unit dedicated to targeting other nation satellites and ground stations to help support them. His so, nose is the Space Force logo, too. Yeah, and his nose is the Space Force logo. That's so wild. Crazy. Putin holds call with Iran to discuss joining the alliance. We just talked about that. U.S. approved sending F-16s to Ukraine from Denmark and the Netherlands. That's not good. Russia claims the U.S. is working to manufacture a new pandemic. Well, we have Kirkeloff, the, the Russian general, just yesterday on Russian TV talking about the bio labs and how the United States has basically controlled the war, the world through bio warfare. And now we're seeing that, uh, The United States has started preparing for a new pandemic by searching for virus mutations. This is according to the same general, uh, Lieutenant General Kirilov, Russian senior military official, 
He announced in July of this year that the Biden administration created an office for pandemic preparedness and response policy. The department's priorities areas include work on creating vaccines and drugs for stopping viruses and the genetically modified variants. The leading role in the Pentagon's military biological program will be played by the United States Army Medical Research Institute in infectious disease. Documents uncovered during the special military operation in Ukraine confirm that this institution is involved in the accumulation of dangerous pathogens in various regions of the world. You got to remember, Russia was invited to Andadas in Central America, which is 1,600 miles away from the U.S. border and spooked the hell out of the U.S. military because they had two level four biocontainment labs there that went off of the CDC's website, just like the Ukraine biolabs did after Russia had announced that they're sending military teams out there. And so this is one methodology of global control is that the United States has utilized biological warfare to have a threat to basically control the world and coerce the world into um, their, their own political ambitions through the deep state and globalism. And Russia is calling them out for it. And I guarantee you at some point in time, that is going to get to the international community for review and that the people that we're making these decisions, the bureaucracy, the deep state, the presidents, these types of people are going to be held accountable. And yeah. so I can't wait Dude. for that. I mean, just think about it as the BRICS nations all come together and that relationship solidifies and goes over the months and Europe starts to struggle. Maybe people start rebelling in more European nations and they start joining mm-hmm. BRICS. Other, you know, they just get bigger and bigger. Maybe they get to 80% of the world or 85%. Who's going to review all this information? Why not the BRICS nations? Right. God. Why not the BRICS nations? And, and that's what they could do. They could they could form. I, I guarantee you that that's coming. That the BRICS nations will leave the United Nations once they get to a certain critical mass. They will form their own international community, very similar to the United Nations, and they will start having tribunals. They will start having Nuremberg trials. That's going to happen. White House refuses to rule out support for the Niger invasion. And so we could potentially see that ECOWAS just said that if the talks fail, that military uh, um, plans are in effect. And that could put all of North America, Africa into radical destabilization. And this is where China and Russia are really setting up shop and rebuilding roads and trying to help support the governments that were once controlled and dominated by Western homogeny. And that were funded basically by these globalist corporations that would go in there and rape them of all of their land and resources while leaving the people poor. And China and Russia came in, and I'm not saying that China and Russia aren't taking the resources, but at least they're paying and helping the people and giving them good living wages and they're building infrastructure and cities in there. And so, you know, best of both. No, the, the, the best of both worlds here, I guess, right? But these people are speaking for themselves and saying, we want nothing to do with the Western societies. We like China. We like Russia. And uh, the other Western Africa, the other North African nations sponsored by the West are pushing against them. So we could see a massive destabilization, civil war breaking out in Northern Africa. That'd be really bad. But that could potentially where, be where it all begins. NATO officials suggest Ukraine could cede territory to Russia to join the alliance. And so this is coming in saying that if Ukraine wants to join NATO, they have to give off the uh, the eastern yeah the eastern portion of the Donbas to Russia, let them have it, and then they can join NATO. And Russia would actually probably agree with that, but it would end the conflict indefinitely. Hmm. That'd be interesting. 
China put out a new propaganda film um, preparing for the conflict in the Taiwanese Strait. Uh, I think that if China's economy is on the verge of absolute collapse, especially internationally, and sanctions are issued by the United States or other Western nations against China, we will absolutely see them go into Taiwan. Hmm. Because at that point in time, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They have to do it. Oh, yeah. Multiple people have been shot at a retirement community in Las Vegas, Nevada. We had uh, one. Oh, I wanted to pull this one up. This one was, I'm not saying that this is good. But I wanted to give a highlight to this one specifically because this is what I said is coming. This is what I said would happen. And we're going to go here. Syrian national who sought asylum in the U.S. in 2012 got a citizenship in 2019, killed a cop, injured two other cops, and injured a bystanding woman. Um, He had been visited by the police multiple times for his guns and mental health. Just think the border crisis and social destabilization. Phil Haney warned us about sleeper cells in U.S. cities, waiting to produce mass violence during a time of national instability. And this video of what happened here is pretty horrific. Um, He's firing what sounds like an AK-47, a fully automatic AK-47. Um, I can't tell if it's, it, it, it sounds fully automatic. That's what the officer here. reported. This is very yeah. graphic. This is very graphic, guys. Well, not too graphic. You'll see the officers approach this car. There's a girl there and two officers. There was a car accident. The guy accidentally rear-ended her. Rear-ended her. Notice. What's up, Joe? We got shots fired. Central, we got shots fired. And this cop from 40, 50 feet away nails Shots fired! Shots fired! Stop moving! Put your hands up! And I believe the guy's dead. I'm not sure. No, they they, but, they shoot him. Yeah, well, he he. I think he shoots him in the head too. But uh, his name is Barakat. He was a Syrian national, immigrated over here. Now think about all the uh, the immigrants going into France. Think about all the immigrants going in all these other countries and uh, London and all the things that are happening now. This is why we need to be vigilant. We need to be careful. We need to understand what the hell is really going on to going on here. It's about social destabilization. Yep. We had a fire in the the Canary Islands. I can't believe we just mentioned that the fire in the Canary Islands. I said, oh, watch. It's almost like someone predicted this and the coming earthquake that we're going to see there in the next few days. I hope not. I'm telling you, well, there's going to be an earthquake in the Canary Islands in the next few days. Remember what Lynn Buchanan said about it? I do. That's why I'm saying is it's coming. There's going to be an earthquake in the Canary Islands in the next few days. Maybe. And then fears of it falling into the ocean are going to come about. They're going to be like, yeah, you know, the fires, it really loosened up all the roots and all the land, and it just slid yeah. off. Uh, it's not funny because that'll create a tsunami that hits the eastern seaboard. Yep. Uh 
there's some other news, but nothing uh, too too crazy. Uh, the Hawaiian government widened the emergency sirens going off in Liana. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, one of those guys from Hawaii just resigned, by the way. Oh, yeah? Uh, Maui they should all resign. Emergency Management Agency Director Herman Andaya, who made reportedly made the final decision against activating the emergency sirens in Lahaina, resigned. That's just in the last half hour, that sort of break. Well, and the government, the governor came out and said, we're happy with our, our, our emergency yeah. systems in place. And they worked it's, fine. There's so much Obviously weird not. stuff going on with the, this whole that thing. That death toll is going to rise into the hundreds. Gosh, it's already over 100. It's just devastating, man. Scary. All right. I'm going to give... Yeah, I'm going to give a shout out to Patriotic Pisces, One Diamond, Winston, Snake Boot the Third, just donated five lemons, Boyd 556, One Ice Cream, thank you so much, Patriotic Pisces, Winston, and Boyd, Derive Four Lemons, Derive One Lemon, Derive Three Lemons, thank you so much, Derive, for eight lemons there, Shannon 1313, One Ice Cream, Bayonet, One Ice Cream, thank you so much, Shannon Bayonet, Fork the Mono, Gifted a Cookie, Figs, Cookies, thank you so much, Fork the Mono. Grandma Five Revolt, two lemons. Fork the Mono gifted a key Raja, a pill that makes uh, things good. Thank you so much, Fork the Mono and Grandma Five Revolt. Winston again, Snake Boot the Third, one ice cream. Thank you guys so much for all the donations. Don't forget that we're heading over to uh, uh, After Dark QA. Uh, that begins immediately after this. People can jump into the Zoom. I will be there in about 15 to 20 minutes. Just got to go touch up on a few things. And then Vince has the show tomorrow. We got Morning Coffee in the Morning. Dark Delight Show is a rerun. Uh, Vince will be on conversations on the fringe tomorrow with Lindsay Sharman. I'm having some good discussions right there and I will see you guys all back here Monday. So hope you guys all have a great day. That's all we have for you. We'll keep you updated on what's going on with Trump and maybe if potential more information or decodes come out, um, I will definitely get those out to you people. I hope everybody has a great time. I'll have a great time doing what I'm doing this weekend on a kind of a mini vacation. So you guys all have a great day. Good night. Much love. Respect. God bless. Take care. Talk to you guys next time. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.